Jesus stories. Join us around the burning bush campfire as we listen to the Holy Spirit speak through others and into us. Lord, prepare our hearts as we have come to be filled by you. Ignite us like only you can. I'm Tabitha, I'm 36, and this is my story. So I'm doing this testimony because I'm one of those people that don't feel like I have a testimony. Um, There was no rock bottom, there was nothing crazy, but uh, if it just encourages one person, then I guess it's doing what it's meant to do, because I'm sure there's more people out there who feel the same way. Um, So hopefully... This lets everybody else know who's kind of in the same situation or background that um, God uses everyone, even when you didn't come from rock bottom, and that you're just as important, and that you shouldn't compare your story to anybody else's, because he has a plan that's different for everyone. Um, So we didn't really grow up in church, so I didn't really have that background. Um, So we knew who God was, but he wasn't talked about. Um, more of a crisis situation or sometimes holidays is what we knew. Um, or sometimes we get involved with like a summer camp or vacation Bible school or something like that, but it wasn't really a day-to-day life. Didn't really know him. I knew enough to be mad at him when things didn't go my way. That's about it. (laughs) So, um, I guess when we really started believing is after we had Keely um, when I was pregnant with her then I found out that she had gastroschisis so her intestines and her stomach were on the outside of her body when she was born and so it was our first baby and that's probably when I was pretty mad I was very mad about that because I felt like I did all the right things all the time and that I didn't deserve to have a kid with issues even though she's going to be fine. It's also my 20s and very dramatic. So after we had Keely, she was in the hospital for about a month, which doesn't really sound that long. Um, But for a first time mama uh, who knew how it was supposed to happen, it was a big deal. And then you got all the postpartum stuff thrown in there at the same time. So we got home and I just felt like we needed to go to church and just try it out. And I don't even really know why. It wasn't like I relied on God or talked to him or paid any attention to him. But I thought, well, maybe we really just need to have our kids try church out. So um, along with those small experiences that I had as a child with church, I only remember condemnation. You're going to hell for this. You're going to hell for that. And so I never wanted to be a part of it, which now I know is religion and not Jesus. Um, but I thought, okay, we'll give it a try. So we went and we took our new baby and we ended up staying at that church for, I think, five years, got into small groups, um, got into some serving, started learning a whole lot. Um, that's when I started actually reading the Bible. Um, and it was really good. I felt like we were learning and growing and doing what we were supposed to do. Um, I don't 
know that there was a lot of it taken home. Again, our kids were little, so, um, but comparatively to what it is now, you know, it's just new Christian walk. And so um, went to some uh, retreats, some Christian retreats, took my mom with me and it was lots of fun <laughs> and um, just kind of started growing. And then COVID happened and they just completely shut down church. And um, for a while it was okay. And then I just couldn't take it anymore. I mean, online, not being around other believers, being completely secluded. And then with all the, the turmoil and the choices and just everything that was going on in the world and then how it affected me and my family, I just really felt like I needed to be in church somewhere where, I don't know, like you can actually feel God because sometimes you can't at home and you just need other people to tell you the truth when you're telling yourself lies, you know, when you're so focused on your circumstances and what's going around on around you and you just can't find God in it. Not that you don't believe, but it's just not as evident as it was. So we started going to a new church. The only reason that we went there is because they had a kid's ministry open and we needed somewhere to put our kids so we could do church and actually listen. <laughs> Sounds real selfish, but we just really wanted Jesus. <laughs> and so we went to this church. The kids loved it. We tried another church and went right back. And we've been there ever since. I can't believe we've been there for, I think, three years. Um, tried some more small groups. There's a good tip for you new believers. They don't always work out. I don't know if I'm bad luck or what, <laughs> but the whole life group, small group thing, I, I don't know. Anyways, so um, got involved with serving. I finally kind of found somewhere I think that um, God can actually use the talents or the things that I'm passionate about. Um, that's kind of another thing that I've learned along the way is that we really like to make being a Christian a checklist. You know, you have to serve, you have to tithe, but God didn't give us the gifts that we have so that we can just fill a space. You know, sometimes it takes a little bit to find where you're supposed to be. But um, when you do, you can tell. You can feel it. The kiddo room wasn't for me. <laughs> I had already changed all the diapers I could and there was a lot of gagging. <laughs> but I did it for the glory of God. <laughs> so um, I did find my spot at the new church. Um, and as far as groups go, I will just say, don't underestimate the people that are in your life all the time. So me and my mom started taking these trips together every year. And one year we were on our way home and I was like, Hey, I really want to do this Bible study. Maybe you should do it with me. And she was kind of new to the whole thing too. And we have been doing Bible study for, I think, three or four years now. And we've pulled my grandma into it. And it's just been this amazing thing where it's one of those groups. It's a small group where you learn so much from different perspectives, from people in different walks. And it's everything that you look for in a life group. Um, that supporting that doing life together, you know, find your people type of thing, which is really, really difficult to do um, when that's what you want. I have definitely been through periods where I don't feel close to God. 
um, where I don't really believe the things that he says when things get hard. Um, a lot of relational struggles where you just kind of give up and you think God doesn't really care about this or that's just not the plan. So I'm just not going to worry about it anymore. But I think one of the things that he's teaching me is that it's not my timing, which I don't like the lesson, but it's true. <laughs> um, let's see. I I feel like it's been really, really good for our family because the girls do grow up in church. Um, we don't have all the answers. We don't do devotional every night. We're not a perfect little Christian family. We're just doing what we can to involve God in our lives so that hopefully one day God will be the center of their lives and they can do better than what I've done. You know, they can have a foundation for their relationship. Um, they're probably going to have struggles and I'm sure that they will stray because we all do, but they can always come back to that truth and they can come back to that foundation even when the world's crazy and tells them all kinds of crazy stuff, you know? Um, our devotional time ends up with a lot of silliness and crazy things that have nothing to do with Jesus. <laughs> but then they come back and they tell you a Bible story or they get onto you because you're not acting like you're supposed to, like Jesus did. <laughs> and they put you in your place and you're like, oh, they're listening. <laughs> and you're like, thank you, Lord, for working in their hearts. And then those there's those days that are so hard. You're like, God, I know you don't make mistakes, but I don't think you were supposed to give these kids to me. <laughs> <laughs> I just think those are all really normal feelings. And just the fact that you would or I would go to God with those is such a huge heart change because that's never something I would have thought about in the past. You know, when you start your walk, you're thinking, I need to do ABC, check all the boxes, do all the things because I love God and I want to obey him. But one of the lessons is you can't, you know, it's, it's all God. He's the one who has to do all of it. It's all the Holy spirit. And I really just try to control everything. And he's like, no, I'm sorry. That's not your job. <laughs> so that includes the kids. <laughs> So I think it has changed our family. It has changed my marriage. It's definitely not easy. I don't think marriage ever is, but um, I pray a lot for communication and I think that's given a lot. I pray a lot for perspective because it's really easy to see my husband or my kids or even just family members through my own eyes and not be able to give that grace and forgiveness that God gives us. So having his perspective is really helpful. I'm not good at it all the time at all, but I can see the growth. So it's progress over perfection. <laughs> um, it's just one of those things where your day-to-day -day life, you, uh, you feel like you're not getting anywhere. You're not doing anything. You yelled at your kids again. You thought some bad words or said them. Um, you were impatient, you were angry, whatever it is, you did all the things that are a failure and you knew it was wrong and you just feel horrible, but you get to a point where you don't feel horrible that you did the things, you feel horrible because you let God down, you know? But the big, big takeaway and truth, I would say for whoever, 
is watching this is that um, the truth is that we are free to struggle because of Jesus. And um, it's a big thing. Huge. That is a big deal that we're free to fail and struggle and mess up like over. I'm going to cry. <laughs> okay, go for it. I'm not a crier. I know. God's here. Oh, God. God's right here with you. You just go, girl. <clears throat> when you uh, you spend your whole life relying on yourself, <laughs> when you spend your whole life relying on yourself, and then you find out that you don't have to anymore, um, it's a huge weight. I could take a thousand steps backwards and go all the way to the bottom and it wouldn't matter. You know, I could mess up every day and I do every single day. Sometimes I feel really bad about it. Sometimes I just take a nap. <laughs> but um, he's just always there. He is constantly there. and. Uh, that's nothing like you can find in the world. You know, everything that you might have went through in the past, it all has a different perspective when you look at it through a kingdom focus. Even the things to come, the things that I worry about or I'm afraid of, it's getting easier and easier every day to be like, it's fine. God's got this. I don't like this. But it's going to work out because he's good all of the time, regardless of what the circumstances look like. Um, I think it's so important to repeat those truths to yourself and have people around you who do repeat those truths to you. And also, not only is it OK to struggle and fail and be a horrible person sometimes because we're human, but it's also OK to tell God how you feel. You know, it's okay for you to say, I'm mad at you. I don't believe this promise right now. You know, just be really real and raw. And I think that's probably one of my favorite things about him. I can talk to him in a respectful way. However, I feel he already knows, you know, he knows if I am so angry, he knows exactly how I feel. And to be able to speak to the God of everything just like myself that's amazing you know so i don't know i just really um would encourage those people that are starting i always said i was going to write a book with bullet points because that's the kind of person i am <laughs> of all the things they didn't tell you but they should have in the beginning i lost my bullet points <laughs> um but I think some important things would be don't, don't try to be in control of your walk. Um, don't try to read the Bible or study the Bible like a study guide. Because knowledge is just different than a relationship. Just trust that 
God is going to help you understand exactly what you're supposed to understand, exactly when you're going to understand it. And every time you reread parts, something else is going to be revealed to you. It all, it's all about trusting God in whatever that you're doing, you know? Um, so give yourself grace. I know that's one of those things that everybody tells you and you're like, sure, great. How do I do that? But um, you learn along the way, you know, uh, I think for me, it's just stopping those negative thoughts that I brought in from the world. I mean, like, no, the truth is that I'm chosen and I am loved and I am forgiven and I am free. And if I choose not to believe that today, then I need to go to bed and restart tomorrow. <laughs> Sometimes that's all you can do. <laughs> um. Let's see. I don't know. I just wish that everybody can experience the freedom. Another one of those things you hear a lot. You hear a lot of sayings. And until you experience it, you don't really understand it. Um, I don't feel like I've been a Christian that long. And I'm always learning new things. And I'm trying to pass them on to whoever, whether it be mom and nanny, whether it be my kids or my husband or whoever, sometimes I'm just so excited about something I've learned that I just can't not tell someone <laughs> like, oh my gosh, did you know this? Or, oh my gosh, I totally relate to Solomon. This is all for naught. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or like Peter, he's my man, you know, like I would do what I don't want to do, but I want to do the right thing, but I can't. You know, so it's just crazy how even God's word comes alive and you figure that it really is alive when you're able to relate to different things instead of it just being a book, you know, and that's all God. I mean, he's constantly changing my heart. He's constantly growing me and putting me in my place. And um, he's just amazing like that. And I, I just want everybody else to have the same experience. Um, that being said, it comes in good time. You know, everybody's different. Everybody has a purpose. You know, you were specifically made by God and so loved, even when we don't love ourselves. Like we can't even comprehend the type of love because we're not capable of it. And sometimes I just think that's, that's what we have each other for because we're so hard on ourselves even in our walk and relationship with God. And we need each other to encourage and speak truth and speak life. And that's just what I hope that this testimonial kind of does, hopefully. <laughs> um, my name is Tabitha, and that was my story. Thank you for listening to Jesus Stories. Revelation 12.11 tells us that we overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. If the Holy Spirit used this testimony to speak to you today, we want to hear about it. If you love the show, make sure to give us a rating, like, comment, and share to help people find God's healing power through the testimony of others. If you're new in your walk with Jesus or haven't even started yet, we have resources for you. Find all contact information and resources in the show notes. Blessings to you, friend, and we will see you next week. How much he loves you. Jesus Stories is a ministry of hidden gems. 
If you would like to learn more about Hidden Gems, find the website link and other important information in the show notes.